people. They married on occasion. They be fucking, but most of the time they chilling, talking about life, and we vibing. Fuck Mary Chill. Fuck Mary Chill. Fuck Mary Chill. This is the podcast. Fuck Mary Chill. Fuck Mary Chill. Fuck Mary Chill. With Brittany and Chris. Fuck Mary Chill. Fuck Mary Chill. Fuck. This episode of Fuck, Mary Chill is brought to you by Face It. Face It is your cosmeceutical-grade skincare solution delivered straight to your door. Each skincare set includes a full-size cleanser, serum, moisturizer, and your choice of tinted or original SPF 30. They would retail for over $350 in store, but you get it for almost half that. Um, and and these things fucking work. I, I've been using it for the last five months now, and my skin looks better than it's ever looked. Sure. It does. It looks way better. You're radiant. <laughs> it. I literally had crazy fucking acne in the beginning of this quarantine. It was disgusting. It was so gross. It is gone. And now it's gone. So anyway, um, it's cosmeceutical grade, which means they have active ingredients that actually fucking work, unlike drugstore brands. And it's clean, meaning no parabens, no phthalates, are vegan and cruelty-free. Also, the subscription is not shady. If you want to skip a month or cancel any time, you can totally do that. Um, so head over to letsfaceit.com, L-E-T-S-F-A-C-I-T, to Dot com to get your skincare set today and you can use our code fmc fuck mary chill for 50 percent off your first box Yee. all right you guys we're back back uh back in black sorry we've been uh missing in action i had to get a mouth surgery that i think i talked about on the last one that was way gnarlier than i thought it was gonna be um, I had to get gum grafting, which is where they cut the roof of your mouth and they sew it to your gum line. And when the doctor said you can't talk for two weeks afterwards, he was wrong because you would not shut the fuck up <laughs> about it. <laughs> I thought he was just being sexist with that prescription. Um, turns out I really sh- I could not talk for two weeks. It was fucking terrible. Um, so I almost had to go to the hospital the first night. Oh, that was pretty great. Yeah. Because of, I mean, it wasn't because of Postmates, but with a Postmates fail added to the problem. Yeah. So basically I, I took a, I was prescribed a narcotic to take at 5 PM the day of the surgery. And they're like, you're definitely going to need to take it. And so I came home and I ate a little cottage cheese and I took it because you're not supposed to take it on an empty stomach. But I timed it where I would have been eating dinner. We ordered ramen. Yeah, we ordered ramen because you needed some sort of soup. Yeah, because I also couldn't chew anything, but I needed to be eating dinner. And then the what happened? The Postmates lady? Postmates lady had given our food to the person before us and then she had some other food in the car. And it's like sushi Roku or something. And she, this had never happened to her. So she like basically came to our house, didn't have anything left our house. And then called me like 45 minutes later and was like, I don't have your order. (laughs) And then came back to our house to give me cash. 
Aww. out of her pocket. Aww. And you could tell it was like the worst day of her entire life. And I was like, I don't want your money. I don't right. want Postmates to just cancel and dissolve this whole situation. Which they did. Lo and behold, they did. But yeah. we uh, we weren't able to eat dinner that night. So I came back from that conversation to... Uh, I was writhing on the floor. I really... Ca- thinking that she was going to die. I really can't describe the pain. I was on the floor. My whole entire torso tensed up. It hurt to breathe. Um, yeah, 10 for 10 would not recommend. So then I was, you know, weary of those pain pills moving forward. And it was just not a good situation but guess what you're not back i feel like you're still dealing with it yeah i have a little i'm Maybe dealing it's with it's been like three three weeks or yeah, two weeks it's been a long time but you know here's the deal the gum grafting i got the gum grafting because if i didn't get the gum grafting then in like 10 or 15 years my teeth would have fallen out and so it would have been pretty cool uh, yeah if i have to do it again i'll just let my teeth fall out because i feel like a 10 to 15 year plan that's an aggressive that's aggressive to think I'll even be here. I don't know if any of us will be here. The world might be over in 10 <laughs> to 15 years. 10 to 15 days. Yeah, exactly. So that's that. Chris went on a bike trip to Yosemite. I did. I didn't die. I saw some bears and that was pretty cool. Why are you staring at me? I don't know. I don't know. What else am I supposed to look at? All right, yeah. we're going to get in the groove here in a second. This is just our warm-up. The warm-up. <laughs> the Luke warm-up. <laughs> the Luke warm-up. <laughs> so, um, Kim Kardashian turned 40, and she took, like, 20 of her closest friends, COVID-tested them and yeah. quarantined them and took them all to a private island somewhere, and everyone's fucking pissed. But... She's Kim Kardashian A. She can do whatever. The, like she's rich, so she can like. She can do whatever. The, if I had that much money, I would absolutely take all of my friends to a private island. Not even on my fortieth birthday. I would just do it because it's a fucking Tuesday. It's like yeah. you don't need an excuse if you oh, fucking also, like, COVID tested people, people. Yeah, people are hacked off, but like. Hacked. She did everything right. She did everything. That's well, I don't know if she did everything right, but well, she, she is probably COVID tested everybody, and the whole island is COVID tested. Yeah. Everything, I mean, from that standpoint, everything's fine. People just need a reason to be mad. Everyone's so, we're all pissed off. We're all sitting inside. None of us are millionaires. I mean, look, I'm not happy with Kim Kardashian every day of the week because. I fucking ride for Kim Kardashian. No shit. I used to not like her. I was like, she's a dumb bitch. And I was like, she's smarter than all of us. Now I'm, oh my God, she's so smart. She's almost a billionaire, first of all. She launches makeup yeah, like, and skims and all these things, and they sell turn, out. N- when you turn lots of millions of dollars into a billion dollars, it's not as much of an achievement. What do you mean? She's just a rich person that was in the limelight her whole life. You're saying life. that being a billionaire isn't impressive? I'm saying that she didn't build an empire. Yes, she all did. All by herself. Yes, she fucking did. Okay. With her, with her fucking titties. Mm-hmm. Her sex tape is what got that family famous. Mm-hmm. So what are you talking about? Kylie didn't build an empire. Kim did. Okay. Kylie achieved billionaire status earlier, but 
No, I think it's super impressive. And I think she's super smart. Although I will say. I think she's super smart. How is she not? I don't know. I don't know anything about her. I'm not saying that she isn't. Okay, sorry. I'm going to fucking. Yeah, I'm ready to jump out the window. She's not a genius, but she's very, very smart. Everybody is very smart. That's not true. That is categorically false. (laughs) What are you talking about? Well, you're an idiot. No, I'm not. You are. <laughs> I will say she's a media trained within an inch of her life because when she was on the Letterman, that shit sucked. Yeah, it really wasn't great because she won't say anything controversial, which is so funny. It's like she may as well just say controversial shit because people are going to come for her anyway. So she may as well just say like, "Well, OJ killed know. Nicole." I kind of feel like, upon rethinking this just now, that she is probably really smart for doing that like being super media trained and saying nothing controversial because Kanye West her better half her her Your other better half, half is off I mean not off the rails right now but he tends he has a history of not being on said rails yeah I mean he's yeah he's mentally unwell. he's all over the place yeah so in that regard her being the normal person in that relationship is pretty smart yeah i think she's really fucking smart i think she's smart and i bet she had a great time on that island and i wish i was invited i mean i just don't know what people would expect from a person that's super rich other than doing whatever i mean the only thing she could have done differently is not post about it that's it. You could have just gone and done the thing and not told the world. It's so uh, funny. I mean, the world would have found out. No. No, they would. No, she could have made a strict no, no social media they rule for everyone no. on the island. That's no, no, no. no. You're, no wrong. You're, wrong. You're, wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Do you know a fucking... Have you ever signed an NDA before? It doesn't fucking matter. Yes, it does. You can't travel... 20 people can't travel across the world with that where everybody is trying to gain media coverage of this person. 20 people can't. Yes, you can. You can have everybody on your staff. You can have everybody you invite sign an NDA saying no social media or you're uninvited or you're kicked off the island. It's like Survivor. No. Except for it's just Kim Kardashian's birthday party. Look, I don't want to talk about Kim Kardashian because it makes you way too aggressive. (laughs) I used to really dislike her and now I really love her. She's making me dislike you. (laughs) Honestly, join the club. Brittany doesn't have a shirt on right now because she's so mad. She tore it <laughs> off. She somehow has war paint on. Because <laughs> we, uh, we didn't even speak negatively yet about her, but anything towards negative. Well, you're calling her unintelligent, which I is negative. That. She's getting her law degree. What do you have? I don't have anything. I didn't say I was smarter than Kim Kardashian. I just said I don't know that she's that smart. How can you not be that smart when you're that rich? No, she's just got people around her that are fucking genius. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think she's pretty smart. I think she knows what she's doing. Like, do you think 50 Cent made all that vitamin water money all on his own? No. He just hired the right people. Did he make that much money off vitamin water? Because that stuff is a scam. Literally, like and before it was a scam, it wasn't. It's like Capri Sun. And that's when he made all the money. <laughs> and then he think lost that money, and then yeah. now he's rich again. Yeah. Fifty Cent and uh, Chelsea Handler got in a Twitter war about Trump. Did you see that? 
Oh, because 50 Cent's pro-Trump? Yeah. Tight. Isn't that kind of crazy? No, a lot of like, it's Lil Wayne, 50 Cent, I think Soldier Boy. Are they like Trump? Yeah, Lil Wayne's a Trump supporter. Really? You didn't see that? No. Kanye. Well, obviously Kanye. We know Kanye. But Lil Wayne, I am surprised by, I suppose. But I think actually... he's been Republican like the whole time. Really? I think so. Well, I mean, that would make sense. People with money ten- tend to be Republican conservative i mean there's I mean, also like a lot of people in hollywood that are very famous that like are like go vote and they're not saying who they're voting for but they're not voting for the democratic party because i think it's it's at the end of the day it's truly comes down to money more than like humanity and there are some there are definitely uh, i don't know i think that the difference of being fiscally republican and then being a trump supporter are separate okay that's fair but little wayne it doesn't matter. Like the day that I look to Little Wayne for like right. political, <laughs> as a politically responsible person, and like as my north star, yeah, uh, is the day I don't know. I it's, yeah, you're. I just you're feel dead. like that's just not what he's in my life. That's not what he's there for. Right. He has put out three albums this year. Mm, two. Two, which is a lot of albums. And then he for... re-released one. Right. Well, I, I know that. Um, I think two. Which one did he re-release? The one with Swag Surf on it. Oh, yeah. Didn't you say you saw kids? Yeah, I saw like the day. It, uh, it came back because, you know, like Spotify will be like, oh, yeah, like this came out today. And yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Little Wayne put on a new album. And then I was like, oh, it's just uh, whatever that mixtape was or whatever. And then... um. Yeah, I walked outside with Biggie and these like t- all these white kids, like different cars, were playing Swag Surf, super loud, and yeah. I was like, "This is the first time they've listened to Swag Surf in their entire life. Like, yeah. what an epic day that would be!" Yeah, they think it just came out. Yeah, like, you, you could tell. <laughs> yeah, it was like pretty legitimate looking, like just like rental rental car Mustang drop yeah. top, just blasting Swag Surf, and I was like, "These kids are fucking." like living their best oh life. yeah in for a treat old wayne was the best wayne but new wayne current wayne has some real good stuff going on yeah. london roads london roads is sick he's got it. some good feature uh verses yes. out. he's been i mean he's just doing cocaine yeah that's what's great about little wayne <laughs> is that no matter what drug he's doing he hypes it up super hard yeah and right now cocaine is a big deal in his life and yeah. it's like the coolest thing he's doing you know, like, because it was definitely weed, and then it was definitely lean, and now it's totally cocaine, and I'm yeah. just wondering what next year holds for his drug extravaganza. Yeah, he doesn't have that many places left to go except, like, crystal meth and heroin. I mean, the heroin heroin tracks would be pretty cool, like, of him just, like, doing a bunch of stuff about how he nods off, like, different people would be a pretty rad, <laughs> like set of rap lyrics that I would love to hear from Little Wayne, because they'd be really funny. Well, until he dies. Well, he's going. I mean, I don't want him to. He's great. And I don't want. I. He's so young. He can still make so much awesome music for so much longer. Mm-hmm. But he's also had like 14 lives. Like he started. He was in the rap industry at age 13. Like what were you doing when you were 13? Uh, smoking weed in the woods. Were you? Yeah. At 13? Yeah. What sort of juvenile delinquent were you? I don't know. Dirt weed, dude. <laughs> really? Yeah. 
I didn't smoke weed really. I think I smoked weed once in high school at like 15, and then I got caught. The first time I smoked weed, Maybe I 14? got I don't know. caught. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about this? It was two weeks before my 16th birthday, and my mom was having like this overpromising episode where she told me she was going to get me a Volkswagen Bug for my birthday. And this is funny. This The way that this is going to... S- to intersect with my story is going to be great. Okay, great. So I was supposed to get a Volkswagen Bug for my 16th, and I was hype. I was like, fuck yeah. Like, my grades are great. She can't prove I didn't break my hymen horseback riding. Like, mom was on track. I feel like your mom would be like T.I. with the gynecologist. Yeah. <laughs> she, yeah. <laughs> Truly. She was, she was insane. And um, my dad and Leanne went out of town. They were going to Mexico, and me and my girlfriend went and smoked weed with some guys from my high school in a driveway. It was so anticlimactic. I didn't even think I did it right. It wasn't fun. I didn't get high. And then we went back to my dad's house because Leanne and him were gone. They were, like, on a plane. And I thought my sister was at my mom's house. And I got home. It was, like, 2 in the morning. And my sister was, like, eating fucking Cocoa Puffs in the living room watching TV. Because my sister, so she didn't do drugs or drink alcohol. But her vices were always sugar and TV. And that was like her being like a real bad kid was like eating a bunch of fucking Count Chocula and watching TV at till two in the morning. But I nothing. Love it. Yeah, that was her thing. Got home, snuck upstairs, went to bed. I thought I got away with it scotch free. And then like a week later, my sister like casually told my mom like, oh, yeah, Brittany got home at two o'clock in the morning. Your sister's a snitch. She is a snitch. She is a snitch. My whole, she, yeah, she's a cock block. But anyway, I. uh so my mom went fucking ballistic, went to the drugstore, got an at-home drug test. And I was like, well, I'm probably not even going to test positive because I didn't even get high. So whatever. Take this test. I tested positive for weed, ecstasy, and cocaine. <laughs> How is that possible? It must have been laced. I don't know. And you didn't get high from it? I didn't get high at oh, all. You probably just didn't know how to inhale. Uh, yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. But I also just don't think you get high the first time. I'm pretty sure that's science. So No, I think you just don't know what you're doing. Because like, I definitely remember not getting high like for the first three or four times. And I feel like I just didn't know what I was like, how to inhale or something. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I, th- I, 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 I thought it weird. was a faulty drug test because I smoked weed, but I didn't fucking yeah. snort cocaine. So, of course, she went ballistic and, like, quote-unquote, returned to the car. I don't think she ever bought the car. Um, and then I was grounded for six months, and that was my 16th birthday present. I got a fucking cake and a big fat fuck you from my mom. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. And then I got caught doing, like, uh, the first time I did everything, I got caught every time. My dad's like, you got to stop trying stuff because you're not getting away with yeah. anything. I got caught with pretty much everything I ever did, too. But my uh, Volkswagen Beetle drug story was that my parents... I was 15 and my parents went out of town. I had my driver's license at 15 because South Carolina is um, the dumbest state in the world. And um, my parents went out of town and I stayed, I think I either stayed at home or I stayed at my buddy's house who like lived next, like not next door, but the next, next door to that two houses down. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, we didn't really party, but we definitely like, it was like three of us. Like, just, like, smoking weed in the backyard of my parents' house because they were out of town. And I think there were mushrooms involved, but I can't, like, I can't really remember if I ate mushrooms then or if... Anyway, 
uh, lo and behold, like this was during the the pager era, mm-hmm. and so one of the kid, one of the dudes, there was like a friend of a friend. I think it was four of us total. Then was like paged, and then like or paged somebody, and then got a call back at my parents' house phone, and like did a drug deal over the phone. And, like, was like, yeah, Chris is high or whatever. We're all just hanging out, smoking weed. And he's, like, trying to get mushrooms or something. Yeah. And it was all on my parents' voicemail. (laughs) And I didn't even know, right? And then so so my parents come back, and they came back with a car, a Volkswagen Beetle, (laughs) which was my first car, 1998 Volkswagen Beetle. Was Um, it in 1998? Yeah. Jesus, I was nine. Yeah, I know. I was smoking weed, (laughs) getting high. (laughs) So my parents come home with this car, and it's like the safest car of the year or whatever. And I loved Beatles when I was a kid, like the Herbie the Love Bug. And so my parents were, it was the first year of that car. And my dad was like, this will be a tight first car. Anyway, uh, I go on the first little ride with my buddies for like, an hour and then I come home <laughs> and I'm instantly in trouble. Yeah. And it was also like a month before we were moving out of town. So my dad was like, you, you can have the car or you can skateboard. And I was like, this is a pretty tough decision, but I'm going to take the car. Yeah. You know? And then I couldn't talk to my buddies for like a month. And then I just moved out of town and that was that. But, uh, that's kind of sad. Did you ever talk to them again? Uh, yeah, I ended up talking to them like later, on in life and then then one of them ended up uh being that that dude that i told you about is he like killed himself in front of his dad oh yeah really yeah um and then the other kid i haven't talked to him is jonathan davidson haven't talked to him at all in like 20 years or probably less than that but yeah um so we probably can't breeze over a friend just killing themselves in front of their dad like you just wanted just, to uh, yeah hot drop. <laughs> yeah oh yeah so this dude i lived... maybe he did that because you never called him again i'm sure that it was i was he the was reason heartbroken. not his crazy parents <laughs> yeah uh this kid that i grew up with when i lived in south carolina lived across the street from me and his dad and his mom were both nurses and his dad was pretty fucking weird like he would just i mean he was like the t- he's like a guy that i'm pretty sure in hindsight was drunk every time i saw him yeah and he worked like the night shift and he was at home during the day but his parents were like kind of always even if they were home they didn't feel like they were home and we could kind of yeah. do whatever we wanted at their house and he had a little brother and yeah and then so i guess like let's see i think this was like we were dating when i found out the news about this but anyway this chick that lived across the street from me back then hit me up on facebook like six years ago mm-hmm. and was like hey did you hear about justin and i oh, was yeah, like we were no mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she's like yeah apparently he like walked in to the like kitchen where his dad was sitting and just like pulled out a gun and shot himself in the face like right in front of his dad <laughs> and then that Jesus. was like that yeah super gnarly but he had like pretty sure he had a pretty tough life because yeah. his dad seemed like a real pile of shit yeah well he showed him 
Yeah, so that was fun. That's good. I'm glad we talked about. So wait, that. how um how mad was your dad when you got caught with the weed and mushrooms? Because I remember when I when we were on our vacation in Greece and I smoked a joint and he was so, like, real pissed. Yeah, my, I don't know like what exactly. I've never really uh, talked to my dad much about exactly what his deal is with drugs. He never did drugs, right? But but I think he's that, a real like, hater. Well, I think because like he's from the worst city. He's from a suburb of Baltimore that sucks so bad. It's called Dundalk, Maryland. And I think that, like, everybody that did drugs when he was a kid, like, did hard drugs later on in life. So, like, I think he just kind of always equated drugs as, like, a really bad thing. And, yeah, he was super against weed for a long time. He's, like, gotten better about it now because, like, he uses THC cell for his fucking yeah. tennis elbow. Yeah. So he's like, oh, weed's not that bad. And he's right. been to, like, MedMen, and he's like, yeah. oh, this is, like, a business now. Right. Like, it's not just, like, drugs. Drug dealing, yeah. Um, yeah, I felt it was funny because I hadn't he's felt. He's always just been against drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Super against drugs. I hadn't felt in trouble since I moved out of mm. my house and I we were on this really nice vacation and I sparked up a joint because it was at this time where I was not drinking and I hadn't quit smoking weed yet. And so I'm like, what else is there to live for? So I smoked up, smoked up, sparked up a joint and he was like, who the fuck smoking weed? And I was like, oh my God. You're like, you know, you go, it was like you were like. It was like uh, I just wanted to like dive. It was into like the your water. Ice Cube's dad and fucking Friday. You're yeah. like it's me, you know, because <laughs> I guess you were high and you didn't give a shit. I thought it was tight though, because I think he was trying to like blame it on somebody around us, and you're like, no, 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 it was me. You look me in the eyes when I talk to you. Well, also, it's just yeah, I have a hard time with people. First of all, that's a different situation because I was on a boat that wasn't mine, so maybe I shouldn't have been smoking, but. Um, I just have a hard time with people telling me what I can and can't put in my body when I'm making money and supporting myself. And You don't say. You know what I mean? What do you mean? I don't know. You're putting other things in my body? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, he was super mad. Yeah. And but, then, like, it's weird, man. Like, when my dad, like, back in the... Like, he was super mad at you. Yeah, but back yeah. in the day, like, when my dad used to get mad at me, it was like... It was like this really tense silence. It wasn't like the silent treatment. It was like my dad would get like so mad feeling that like it was almost like he had to shut down or he was going to just like kill me. You know what I mean? Like he had this really like, I mean, I might be, this is all just kind of like how I feel memory wise. I'm not sure. Like I don't have like an exact like time, but like my dad was just like. He would seem like level-headed, but like in the least level-headed way you could mm. possibly, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Where he's like, yeah. like I remember one time, my dad was, I had a buddy. We were at the the beach, at like a beach house that we had rented or something, and I brought a friend. Mm-hmm. My dad was being a dick for some reason, and I I can't remember what it was about. And I said, "Fuck you, dad!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> and he he came at me like he was going. Like, I swear if he had fucking gotten a hold of me back then, he probably <laughs> would have thrown me through a door. But I ran away with my friend, and uh, we went, like went skateboarding because it was like 13, you right. know? And he didn't talk to me for an entire day. <laughs> and then the next day, he sat me down, and he's like, hey, uh, you know, like, 
what what happened last night? I was like, yeah. He's like, uh, he's like, if you ever say that to me again, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> but like, super chill. Like maybe too chill, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he might not have said kill you but like I, oh, that's how you. i remember it you know what i mean like, that's what he meant yeah whatever he said it was like it, he could have he could have just leisurely said like don't ever say that again but like how i remember it was <laughs> i'll kill you, I'll kill you. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah um, i feel like my my parents had such different styles of punishment like my mom was so extreme like if i did something wrong she'd like put me in a fucking headlock tell me i wasn't gonna be shit and ground me for six months she always grounded me for six months if my dad wasn't lenient with the groundings i think i would have only been like free 26 minutes yeah. while i was growing up but um she grounded me she put me in headlocks she she was really strong my mom you never met her she was really thin she never was over 115 pounds i bet and she was like my height so that's skinny and but she was so fucking strong. I just remember I'm like, I'm going to die at the hands of this woman. Yeah. Like, I remember just being like, oh, she's fucking. She's capable of some real shit. Um, and then my dad, whenever I fucked up, he wouldn't ever get mad. He got he shouted at me once. And it was really funny because I he grounded me. My dad grounded me for something and didn't tell my mom because he didn't want to get my mom fired up, but he's like I'm expecting you to go over to your mom's house and obey this grounding. And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and I went over and I didn't do that, and I went to this place called Noodles. You guys have a Noodles Noodles and Company in No. Okay. It's basically just a, exactly what it sounds like, a fucking restaurant where you go get pasta, but it's like to go yeah, quicker pasta whatever. Pasta. Pasta. <laughs> and uh, I went there with my friend Bree, and my dad called my mom to see, talk to me to make sure I was obeying the grounding and I wasn't home. And then my dad called me, and he's just like, Where the fuck are you? And I was like, I'm at Noodles. He's like, You leave Noodles' house right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Noodles is. Don't talk house. to Noodles again. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Who the fuck is Noodles? <laughs> was like oh i'm just eating mac and cheese i'll be home in 15 minutes so i drove home he's so pissed at me but that was the only time he yelled all the other times it was just like meaningful and palpable disappointment yeah i don't even know that i got grounded as much i mean like i would i guess i was grounded but it was kind of weird like the time with the the car and the drugs it was more like i just had moved i was moving to a new place i was getting displaced you know what I mean? Right. And like, I didn't, I was moving to somewhere with no friends. Like what, like what the fuck are you going to do? You know, like yeah. can't leave the house. It's like, I don't want to leave the house. I don't even know what this house is, you know? Right. But, um, I don't even know. Like, I remember when we moved to Charlotte, I wasn't getting along. We, we weren't, it wasn't that we weren't getting along. We weren't getting along very well because of like my age, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like 16, 17, you just suck. And I was, like, doing terrible in school. And the school that I was at was fucking a joke. It was a joke. And I always got in trouble there. And then we moved again. And it was, like, my dad would just... It was just, like, my parents my parents would go to sleep early. And, like, you could drive a car through the house and they'd stay asleep. Yeah. But they'd give me, like, a curfew. And I would normally obey it just because it was just, like, I don't feel like getting in trouble with my dad. Because it's already... We're already at a bad spot. Right. So I would normally, like... 
even if I came home late, it would be like 30 minutes or maybe an hour late. Like I never just pulled like complete nutter mayhem bullshit with them after a while. Cause like my groundings were never groundings. It was more just like, this gets much worse, you know, if I do much worse, (laughs) it's going to be a problem. Yeah. I remember the time I got grounded with my dad was my dad and Leanne were going out of town again and me and the volleyball team, girls volleyball team, were going to have a party at my dad's house and I bought, I think, 10 cases of beer and like two bottles of, what was that, blue alcohol, UV blue? Do you remember that stuff? It was like blue raspberry vodka. It was straight up marketed to kids. Yeah. Looks like Windex. Yeah, and you put it with lemonade and that was like you know, diabetes and blackout in a cup. Anyway, and my dad had just finished the downstairs basement, just finished the bathroom, and I put it in the shower, all the booze in the shower, because I'm like, they're going out of town. He's not going to use the shower. And Leanne had her brother over and was like, oh, yeah, come look at the new bathroom. (laughs) I went and shut that and opened the shower. I was like, we have a shower. And they were like, everyone was just like, you guys, is that where you keep your alcohol? Brittany, it's <laughs> like god damn it and then when they were yelling at me i was like okay well you need to give me the if you, they're like we're drinking this alcohol and i was like fucking of course you are <laughs> and they're like i'm like you have to pay me for it and they're like we're not fucking paying <laughs> you these are the terms yeah i'm gonna make money on this deal <laughs> alcohol baroness <laughs> oh my god i was like you have to pay me back because all those girls are not going to be okay with their money disappearing I was so bad. I didn't get away with fucking anything in high school. I didn't get away with much. Um, I don't really think I got away with anything. I think the thing that we were talking about this, I can't remember who I was talking about it with, but it's like back then you're, you don't even know how to party. You just think like you're going to party. Right. Even like beyond that, like when you're like twenties and you have your like, I had like, we had a house or something and the neighbors fucking hate you. And you're like, now you can still like, I could have, 30 people over here right now, nothing would get broken. You could rage. Nothing would get broken. Nobody would really be that mad about it. And it's because, like, we just know how to drink and, like, have a good time. As yeah. opposed to, like, get blackout, break everything, and be really loud and super obnoxious the entire time, you know? Yeah, I don't know if that's true, though. Because remember when we had 30 people over here our wedding night and our neighbors got pissed? Yeah. But our neighbors... The, it, our neighbor it's one neighbor yeah would get pissed about anything yeah because i'm pretty sure she's had a yeast infection since she was born <laughs> yeah she's grumpy but she moved out so maybe we could do it now yeah i get we it could do it like the old days one time in college we uh we lived in this apartment complex and like on the ground floor the two ground floor apartments were empty and so mm-hmm. we just broke into the uh the the two empty apartments mm-hmm. and then we bike locked kegs to a tree and we had a huge party in these two empty apartments that didn't belong to us didn't the so landlords like, yell at you yeah we got evicted um <laughs> <laughs> we got evicted worth it <laughs> but then we we somehow talked our way out of getting evicted because we were like we don't know who broke into those apartments but yeah, we broken entered and then broken entered. Had a we party. broken entered. Broken entered. 
That's my band. I like how you're like, yeah, we could do it like we did it then because we figured it out. Well, I was thinking when here, we were pulling a B and E. Since our neighbor is no longer here, we could just break into her apartment. That's yeah. So uh, as sober people, as two people who don't drink, we're just gonna break in. I think we can do it. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck them. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Cardi B and Offset are back together. <laughs> How long do you think this one's going to last for? I mean... At this point, it's embarrassing. I don't know. At this point, I think this is just like... what are, This is the, like some other couple is going to be like, this is... This has been set in stone. This is the new norm. This is yeah. what we do. Should we get? Uh, should we file for divorce and then unfile? I don't sure. have the resources, actually. Never mind. I'm dumb. Are you? Remember when we almost got divorced so that we could, um, for tax purposes? Yeah. And then, turns out, anyone who cares. Um, don't get married. D- yeah. Legally, getting married does not help you in California with any tax things, unless... Both of you aren't making money, or one of you isn't making money, and now I'm not making money, so here we are. I was just making too much money, and so were you, and together. Humble brags. Yeah, that wasn't humble at all, but we just got to a point where we're like, oh, we're going to get all this money back that got taken away from us in taxes, and they're like, actually, go fuck yourself. You still owe $32,000, and then we're like, should we get divorced? (laughs) I was down. Were you? Still am. To get divorced? No. I don't want to get divorced. Just legally get divorced, but then we still live together and tell everyone we're married? No, I'd rather stay married, but then just, like, like just actually split up. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be connected to me for life, but not living with me? I don't want to deal with the paperwork. It's not that much paperwork. And I also want to don't want to deal with you on the day-to-day, is what I'm saying. I heard that, and I get that. <laughs> and if you think I want to deal with you... On the day to day. I don't mind having you around. No shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good way to put it. Love. (laughs) Love. Well, here's the only difference. Because you were out of town for a week in Yosemite. And all I really had was nobody asking me what I'm doing or who I'm texting. Yeah. That's that's really all you bring to this. Mm-hmm. Is curiosity, a sense of curiosity about what I'm up to. Yeah. And then good what, food. What do you bring? <laughs> not blowjobs. No, not anymore. <laughs> not with my busted mouth. Fucking Vietnam mouth. <laughs> um, I don't know, bad attitude. Yeah. Why don't you stop doing dangerous activities, Chris? Well, for fuck's sake, these are Chris's hobbies. How many... Surfing, (laughs) which I barely do now. Night surfing, which the last time he did, he smashed his face open. Lobstering, night lobstering, biking, night biking. Well, that's about to happen because of the sunrise. Skateboarding. I don't skateboard anymore. Thank God. Remember how hard you were holding on to that? I mean, I still want to skateboard. It's just just my body physically cannot. I physically could. You physically cannot. I, I will never forget the birthday party where you were blackout drunk trying to show people skate tricks. I was and blackout you just, drunk. You just kept falling. 
I was like, you're too old. Stop. Oh, man. I was falling so bad. But I was so drunk. Um, yeah, but also that's when you should be nailing it. Not at all. I did a back handspring blackout. Barely. That's true. I did almost die. Yeah, you almost died. Um, but I did a back handspring sober, and I can still do them. Yeah, I can still skateboard sober. But every time I fall now, I feel like I'm going to break a fucking wrist. Yeah. And my back, like, I've been dealing with, like, back issues and stuff. I'm just like, dude, getting old, like, it's just, you can't fall on concrete. Period. When you're old. Yeah. It doesn't fucking, it feels terrible. When I was a kid, it was like, I mean, I was just getting ragdolled all the time, and it was fine. And now. You were also addicted to pain pills, so you were just. Close. You were addicted to pain pills, Chris. Just be honest about what, know. what it was. It was close. Yeah, he was addicted to pain pills. <sighs> Which is, yeah, you know what? When I had to take my codeine Tylenol for my mouth and I got on the bike and did spit, I, was, I, got, I hit a PR. Because when you don't feel your body, like mm. when you don't feel anything hurting, you can just go, 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 go. Yeah, mine was the opposite. I was just like, I would wake up super sore, and then I would skateboard forever, and then at night, I wasn't obviously eating at all much or very well. Why is that obvious? Oh, I mean, it wasn't obvious, I guess. But yeah, I wasn't eating very much or well. I was definitely eating shit and drinking just beers, and then I felt like shit at night, and I would just fucking, yeah. What would your diet consist of? Just, I mean, whatever, garbage, like chick-fil-a and yeah. fucking whatever yeah did they have chick-fil-a we didn't have chick-fil-a in wisconsin oh yeah we, we do now but carolina's I f- baby i feel like in college it, i ate just like bagel bites and well you you had also like the cafeteria i didn't go to the cafeteria i we had chick-fil-a at the cafeteria oh i see shit was tight yeah i didn't go to the cafeteria because the food was trash maybe i went like 10 times but i also worked at a bar so i would eat there mm. yeah i ate bar food a lot or yeah. i like eat wind i ate a lot of wendy's yeah a lot of bojangles oh my god i ate so much mcdonald's kenny and i used to smoke fucking gravity bongs and get super oh, high man. i would go i would get a fish fillet a double cheeseburger a large fry and the little cinnamon rolls and a diet coke one time i took a gravity bong and like a hit off a of gravity oil, I went to my buddy's house. He had one because mm-hmm. you got it. That's like a fixture. Mm-hmm. Keep those around. Takes yeah. up a whole sink. Yeah, if you're a real dirtbag. Yeah. Yeah. Um, came home, started put ramen in the like a ramen in the pot, mm-hmm. and then got like a phone call that I had to go like do something else, and I left. <laughs> and I came back. And, dude, like, my apartment at the time, like, looked like a heroin den. Like, it was just fucking dirt pile. Yeah. And uh, the fire department had broken into my house because the all the water had boiled out of yeah, the yeah. pot. And then the ramen started on, f- the noodles themselves started on fire. <laughs> all this is while I was gone. Yeah. And we, I don't, we didn't get service or something on cell phones, whatever. Come back, and there's, like, they had written a note on cardboard that was like hey this is the fire chief uh give us a call when you get home (laughs) and so like i'm like i come home read this note i'm super stoned like fucking topsy-turvy still 
And uh, I called them because I'm like, they're going to come back if I don't call them anyway. Call them. They come over and I blamed it all on my roommate. (laughs) (laughs) Like, man, my roommate's not around, but I'll tell him to never do this again. And they're like, all right, have a good day. Oh, you're a piece of shit. I remember I had a roommate my senior year and she came home. I think she was watching football somewhere. And came home wasted and put one of my frozen pizzas in the oven and then passed out. And so I woke up to, uh, for some reason I wasn't drinking. I don't know what sort of miraculous occasion that was. But I woke up to like my bedroom clouded in smoke and I went out and I fucking, the pizza just had to like disintegrated. It just, I guess it must have started on fire in order to disintegrate because I opened it. It was just a plume of smoke. It just hit completely burned. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, you fucking idiot. But live to tell the tale. Live to tell the tale. Mm-hmm. Dude, who smokes gravity bongs? They're so bad. I mean, truly, I only smoked. Well, that's not true. I smoked gravity bongs a lot. But it was a level of high that like, you really have to have nothing else going on. No other plans. I mean, yeah, I guess that's what... Uh what the fuck are they doing? Dabs are right. I mean, it's got to be that much high. Like if you do a dab. I don't know even know what a dab is because I'm 100. Oh, we basically. Oh, I don't know how they do dabs now, but you used to just like. I mean, not used to like the last time I saw a dab on the Internet because I don't smoke weed or do dabs. But like you use like a like a torch and you torch glass to where it's super, super, super hot. And you put wax, which is like a super high mm-hmm. THC wax onto that and it like burns super hot and you get fried yeah see i don't need that in my life nobody needs that to get that high yeah i there's moments in college where i you know smoked gravity bongs and did that whole thing i had a bong at all times in college and it's just like there's a level where you go beyond coherency and you're just not enjoyable to be around or it's not even enjoyable to be you when you're that high Because it's just like, you're so dumb. Oh, yeah. Well, like you could back then, we would buy 0.7 grams of weed for $10. We'd do it every night. And we'd all pool like some money and buy $10 worth of weed. And we'd either take bong hits or like roll a blunt. Mm -hmm. Which I don't even think. Yeah, that's not even enough for a blunt. It's not that much. I think maybe we'd pool a couple of them or something. I just remember throwing in. And my roommate was the weed dealer, so it was like we would just give him some money and he would get us high. That was how we kind of – was, it wasn't even like nobody really ever had weed. We just kind of like would exchange money for getting high instantly. Right. Like it never had weed on me. Right. It was just like, uh, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you just – we were just so stoned at night and we didn't do shit. We like watched some television or like – we did, but it was like hours and hours on end of just nothingness. Pretty sick. Yeah. It's it's a fun way to waste your life while you have it to waste. Yeah. And then and then it's not. I remember smoking a gravity bong the night Obama got elected for his first term and everyone grabbed pots and pans out of the kitchen and was in the street running around. Oh. Banging pots and pans and I felt like I was in the fucking in another dimension. That's cool. I wasn't part of the pots and pans banging. I was just sitting there like super high yeah with this stupid look on my face but oh college 
college is oh my god you uh, where when did you even get your degree 2013 i don't know 2011 doesn't matter yeah i don't know i don't remember when i graduated college for did the i real time. did i ever tell you about the time that kenny tried to pour bong water in my bed yeah <laughs> And just broke a bong in front of your house. Yeah, we had this thing. So basically, I went to this nightclub called Sweet, and I. I like how there's a there is a nightclub called Sweet in every town. Yeah, of course. The three nightclubs in Milwaukee were Seven Twenty, Sweet, and Decibel, and I was a fucking frequent flyer at all of them. And I went to Sweet one night, and I think I was alone, which wasn't uncommon. And I had a Long Island iced tea because that was my drink. Because you're a fucking bag of shit. Because I'm Who drinks <laughs> LITs. Me, because I was trying rags, to get like more than one a night. Oh yeah, I would drink like nine of them. Like that was my fucking jam. Long Island iced teas and Jameson shots till the wheels fell Very off. Jameson shots. The amount I used to drink truly is astonishing, and I'm surprised I'm not dead. Because well, I worked at a bar, so we would take shots throughout the night. But I remember taking like twelve to twenty Jameson shots a night easily and that would just be fully functioning me anyway i was at sweet drinking a long island iced tea without a straw because i'm a classy bitch no with a straw and glass came up through the straw and cut my throat and tongue and instead of leaving excusing myself going to the hospital doing anything that a normal person would do i found the manager i showed him my mouth and I said, I want to drink free here for the rest of time. <laughs> and he said, cool. And that yeah, was. Hopefully this bitch dies tonight. <laughs> and he's crossed. like, yeah, he's like, do you want to go to the hospital? I'm like, no, I want to keep drinking. I'm like, it'll just get into my bloodstream quicker. Um, that's a diet in the wool alcoholic right there. I was just like, this is this is genius. I'm a genius. And also I was 19. So if at any point he was like, let me see your ID, I would have been in trouble. Um, but so I blacked out that night and then two days later I got a call from the manager at suite and asking for me, he's like, this is Jim or whatever. I'm the manager at suite. And I was just like, fuck, I've been caught, <laughs> you know, cause I'm underage. Yeah. I was just like, I'm sure he's like, Hey, fucking clown. Don't come back here. He's like, you won the raffle for the champagne party. And I was like, what? <laughs> he's like, you entered a raffle for a champagne party and you won so you and 10 of your friends get to come drink champagne for free from like 8 to 10 and I was like on like a Friday I was like okay so I rallied my friends were all underage I think one person had a fake ID aside from me everyone was like are you sure we're gonna be able to get in I get everyone in we get fucking shit faced we drink all the champagne like as somebody in the service industry just a nightmare just an absolute nightmare we didn't leave one tip yeah. we fucking broke like 10 champagne flutes like we were just fucking animals kenny most of all kenny's my gay best friend and we went back to my apartment afterwards and he was like wrestling my roommate's boyfriend like knocked him into the fire hydrant like drew blood and i was like kenny you need to settle the fuck down i gave him a glass of water i was like just drink this he knocked it over onto my ipod throwback and i was like you really my ipod i was so pissed and he's like fuck you fuck this i'm not drinking water i'm leaving he takes the bong and he leaves and he drives himself because of course he drives two blocks 
back to his apartment and when he was trying like fumbling with his keys to get into his place he dropped the bong and then he was like but the bong the base of the bong was still intact so the water was still in there so he comes back to our apartment tries to buzz in my roommate looks because we had a tv or a little screen to show who was at the front and it's kenny and my roommate's like what do you want kenny and he's like i want to pour this bong water in Brittany's pillows (laughs) and she's like uh no (laughs) and like didn't let him in and then the next morning we left to go to breakfast and the bong was in the in the trash and Kenny get, got me a big bouquet of flowers for being a diva. Amazing. Yeah. But I was like, in what world do you think I'm going to let you in to pour bong water on my roommate's pillows? That's the deal. Yeah. But also, I won another champagne party after that. And I'm not going to tell you the story because I can tell you're bored. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that was pretty wild. I, can't, I couldn't believe they kept giving them to me. I'm like, we are the worst people. Yeah, but it's also like $13 worth of champagne. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. They don't care. Yeah, I wonder what the angle was for that. Like, what did they think they were going to get out of hosting that kind of event? They probably hosted both of ours, and then they're like, you know what? Let's not do this anymore. I don't know. I just feel like there's, um, I'm sure it's still the same way, but it's just like girls in the club. Yeah. And like even like 10 idiots yeah. drinking champagne at a table that are nobody else can approach is still like, look, there's just 10 random girls here. Right. You have your, it's like, uh, it's like a casino making you feel like you've got better odds, you know? Yeah. And then guys are fucking idiots. Right. I remember like when we would go out in Charlotte, if you were going to go out to a club, you had to wear a collared shirt. So we like just had ratty collared shirt. Like we all looked stupid. Yeah. I cannot see you at a club. Yeah. It was, well, it was, well, it was was hilarious too. Cause like there was one club that I can't remember what the name was. Because it changed, it, ch- it changed. It went out of business and went back in business. In the like over the course of a night, it would change names like all the time. Yeah, there's all these bars in Charlotte where they would just like go out of business and be like something else like the next day. Yeah, and you would just always went to the same place. Yeah, and you knew your bartenders at at spots, but you would go to like a couple different spots to try and like pick up girls or whatever. And yeah, the cl- I mean the club scene's stupid anyway. Even back then, it's like it is, but it was so fun for a moment in time. Yeah, but even back then, it's like you weren't really getting tables. Like nobody was. I was. (laughs) Yeah, you're fucking train wreck. (laughs) (laughs) I had the ultimate club club experience. I'm sure you did. (laughs) Just getting banged in a urinal somewhere. (laughs) The ultimate club experience. (laughs) <laughs> oh, urinal cake Brit. <laughs> oh my god, I did. I had so much fun. Yeah, but like dress codes and you're just like, what? You have to wear a collared shirt, no t-shirts. Yeah. You're like, okay, but I'm going to look worse than if I was in a t-shirt now. Right. Yeah, it's funny. I the dress code, I always dressed up cuz that was fun for me but i remember one time i like got off work working at like the steak restaurant and i was just like friends with the bouncers so i would just go over and like my fucking nasty ass work clothes just to, like grab a drink and they'd be like don't just like hide in the corner because you look like shit and i'm like thanks yeah 
Don't let him see you. Yeah. I wonder. You roach. What'd you say? You roach. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, I wonder. I think the only club that's open of all the ones that were open when I was there is 720. Apartment 720. 720 Milwaukee Street. If ever any any of you guys are in Milwaukee and you want to go to a really fun club, I bet it's not that fun anymore. But you can go there and just think of me having a good time on 12 years ago. Yeah, I got a bunch of buddies now. Uh, well, I see them on Instagram that like manage some clubs in Charlotte. And I'm yeah. like, I wonder what that's like. And then like a, another really good friend of mine, and Shane, uh, he's like the DJ. Yeah. Like the guy. Yeah. And like before, he was like becoming the DJ. You know, like he was the guy. Like before DJ, I, like, this is my iPod Shuffle. No, he murders it. Like the really? dude's like an actually like really good fucking like hip hop style like DJ. Like he can actually like cut and blend and stuff oh, like nice. that. Like he's an actually talented DJ. But he was becoming the guy back then. It would just be cool to like go hang out with him because like at least you were listening to good music and like yeah with him. But yeah. I, I'm like I'm wondering like what an experience because last time I went to Charlotte, I just went to a bar mm-hmm. and I bought everybody's drinks. And it was like thirty dollars. So yeah. I'm wondering, like, what a club experience back home would cost, would feel like? Because I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'd buy a table, yeah, and bottles, and I'd probably probably still be like five hundred bucks. But here, yeah. that would be like three grand or something stupid. Yeah, remember when we went out to the club? I, that was the only Shane time. Bought a table for like eighteen or fourteen hundred dollars. Yes, and I was like, God, that's so stupid. I didn't realize how much money everyone was spending on this stuff. It's so dumb. And we had two hours to drink two fifths of Casamigos tequila. Yeah. Which we did, no problem. But yeah, it's really expensive. I was sober, so I didn't, but yeah. It's really expensive. I didn't realize how expensive it was, but whatevs. Yeah, if you want to go somewhere with tons of people, but not have any of those people that close to you. Right. <laughs> you can pay a lot of money and do that. Uh-huh. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. The club COVID. has got to be crippled not yeah that one that's like that's an environment that's it's going to be like the last thing to open yeah it's highly unnecessary oh my god what else johnny depp um said the amber heard shit in their bed first of all johnny depp now he used to be so fucking hot like, I remember being like, na 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 na, Johnny Depp and Pirates of the Caribbean all day, every day. And now. It's because you're into pirates. No. Now, I'm like, you could tell me that Johnny Depp died 10 days ago. Well, I thought last time I saw. And that that's a picture of his corpse. <laughs> I thought last time, yeah, I saw that he was like, he looked, or he was broke and like, he so, looked like he had lost a shitload of weight and looked bad. He's broke and he's partying too much. Basically, he somehow squandered, like, hundreds of millions of dollars i mean yeah he had 27 people on staff he you know and then he went through this divorce with amber heard who they've now nicknamed amber turd which is hilarious because he said she shit the sheets and i mean imagine being a judge on this case wait what's the case the case is a libel case because he said that she shit the bed and there's photographic evidence and it's but like, clearly a dog shit. Are we talking about her p- 
pooping the bed on purpose or just like he just took her to court for accidentally pooping in the bed? No, it's just something. I don't think he took her to court about shitting. I think she took him to court because you can't fucking say that about somebody. Oh, defamation? Defamation libel. You just said liable. Libel. Garbled it pretty bad. I didn't know Did what you I? Said. Oh, okay, sorry. Libel slander suit. Um, and so, the, but imagine being the judge looking at a picture of clearly a dog shit. And being like, what are we doing, Johnny Depp? Like, are you... In general, like, a judge having to deal with that at all. Right. Figure it out, assholes. Right. Like, fuck off, Johnny. Like, and Amber. Amber seems terrible, but Johnny just seems like he's lost his fucking mind. And guess what? They have two little puppies, and puppies shit the bed. Biggie shits the sheets. It does happen. It happened, like, three weeks ago. He's got a weak butthole. Every once in a while, just... He lets out a night turd. Night turd. It scared him last time. <laughs> he shot out of bed. He was, it was like as if he had had a, a nightmare. And my, the nightmare was actually mine. <laughs> because there was poop in the bed and it was like three in the morning. And yeah, it hit my knee. And I was scared of it because uh, nobody really uh, prepares you in life for that. There's no seminar I've ever sat through that was like, if this happens, you do this. You know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I want Johnny. Isn't Johnny Depp like not an actor anymore? Isn't he just traveling with his band, Johnny no, Depp in the Night sure Sweats or whatever? He's just constantly burying his jewelry in perfume <laughs> ads. Sauvage. <laughs> Listen, he needs money. Yeah, I wonder how much money you make for endorsing a cologne. Yeah, I have no idea. Probably for him, probably hundreds of thousands. I'll take it. Same. He's having a rebuilding year. Johnny's having a rebuilding year, and he's in the middle of a libel case about Amber shitting the bed. I feel like he's been in a rebuilding year for ten years. years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ever since shit went south with Amber, he's not been doing so hot. Mm -mm. I didn't know he had a band. I couldn't tell you how much I wouldn't pay to see him (laughs) in concert. I would pay to, if somebody was like, hey, you have to do this, or you could give me $1,000. You have to see Johnny Depp in concert, or you could just give me $1,000. It'd be like, $1,000 doesn't seem that bad. <laughs> oh, you're so mean. He's trying. Is he? I don't know. Doesn't I think he's got to like stop doing drugs. I think he's a dare campaign. I know... Um, he probably is going to end up like Brett Michaels where he just permanently wears a bandana to hide the fact that he's balding, you know? Yeah. What's that? What was that show? City of Love or Island of Love? The Brett Michaels show? It was... I don't know. I can remember Flavor of Love. But I can't remember what Brett Michaels' show was. Yeah, but you remember him having one, right? Oh, yeah. It was on for quite some time. Yeah. Just a bunch of strippers. Yeah, yeah. And he maybe banged it, all of them. Honestly, maybe that's Johnny's future. That'd be sick. I'd watch that. I'd I watch like that. I feel like H1 needs to just invest some money in some, like, shitty stars like that and just make some more really bad fucking reality TV. It'd be so good. Yeah. I feel like we've all gotten too woke and we're like, everything needs to have a moral compass and be, I'm like, no, I miss when we were mean to people. I miss when we just watched people deteriorate on TV. 
and everyone's like, no, go to rehab. Be, rah, rah, rah. It's like, no, let everyone just fall, fall apart on TV. Yeah. We're like, everybody wanted you to fucking fall down rather yeah. than like wanted you to get better. Right. Right. I think we have overcorrected. It's called Rock we... of Love. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I never watched it. I just remember the headband. Oh, man. It was great. But you know that he's got like a a big uh, dog toy brand now no yeah brett michaels has like a rock themed dog toy brand and like pet smart and he's making all his money off that and i'm like man that's fucking rad fucking good for him you know what that's just that is just goes to show that it's you can do whatever the fuck you want that's what that yep that's where you're going with that the whole time (laughs) (laughs) you can you can do whatever you want. You can do reality TV. You can do dog toys. You can do whatever. That's true. Once you've got that. Yeah, once you've got that spark. Yep. <laughs> once you got that fame, baby. So anyway, Johnny Depp, I believe in you. And I hope you. I would really love to see a reality TV show where it's just him and his band and a bunch of groupies. You got nothing. Fighting for his love, which. Is Rock of Love. Yeah. They could just say Rock of Love Part 2. <laughs> and then the, Featuring Johnny Depp. Yeah, we're done. My brain stopped working about five minutes ago. Did you notice? <laughs> five minutes, huh? You're giving yourself a little credit there. <laughs> oh my 25 God. minutes ago. <laughs> it never started working today. Listen, 2020 has been a wild fucking ride. It feels over. It does feel like we're closing in on the end pretty fast of the year. Because once it's Thanksgiving, it's New Year's Eve. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. And I feel like it, as long as it does feel that we've been in quarantine, the year feels like it has somehow eerily kind of, I guess because it all feels the same, it doesn't, it just, it it feels like it's kind of gone quickly. I feel like this year has been 10 years long. See, I feel like it's because it's all the same. I can't say like, oh, this happened then. This happened then. Right. And I did this and I did that. Right. Be- like in hindsight, it just all feels like one month, like one long month. Yeah. As opposed to like a really slow year. It just feels like a, like it just kind of all blurs together. I don't really feel like we had a Anything. ton of things that went. Yeah, not not huge highs, not huge lows, just kind of like a really weird uh, serving of the same every day. Yeah, it's like the fucking Twilight Zone. I think that's exactly it. There's nothing to compare or to be like, oh, yeah, in June I went here. So that means in July I was here. It's like I was yeah. on my fucking couch. Yeah. Well, at least, you know, you've given up and you're just sleeping until noon now. I, you know what? I was in the beginning of quarantine i was waking up at fucking 7 a.m to write and be creative and do all the things and i really enjoyed that and i had a lot of gas in my tank and that was great and then i started being like i need more sleep it was after this mouth operation yeah you've definitely a mouth operation i needed more sleep and now i'm still sleep i mean i slept until nine today but i fucking need it and, no, I mean, and when else am I going to sleep like this? You know, when everything gets back to normal, I'm going to be doing comedy at all hours of the night. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to have good sleep. So I may as well get restful sleep and work out and eat sweets. That's, you know, 
that's uh, I'm gonna just follow my heart, listen to my heart. Yeah, I'm really bummed out about this time change thing, man. Just the fact that it's gonna get dark today at four, five o'clock, and then it's gonna get dark at four thirty soon, and the days. Just, but that's fine. No, it's not. It's fine because then you know we are gonna see our families for the holidays and. We're we're going to Cabo in January to go fishing. None of this is helping the fact that it's going to be dark. Yes, it is because we have stuff to look forward to. So, anyway, you guys, I think Chris is starting to text someone now, so I think that means it's over. When it's over, is it really over? Sorry, I'm getting yelled at about parking the car. All right. Well, we love you guys. We hope this week is painless as much as it can be. It won't be. The next two weeks are going to be hard. Yeah, it's going to be pretty crazy. It's That's going to be crazy. To get this out before election day. Just to have some levity and something to laugh at, which is us talking about smoking bongs in college and being fucking idiots. Um, Go check out Face It. Get your cosmeceutical grade skincare delivered straight to your door at letsfaceit.com, L E T S F A C I T.com. This code for 50% off your first kit is FMC for Fuck Mary Chill. Um, we love you. We will be back uh, probably in a week or two. We're probably just going to let the election stuff. Yeah, just let it go. See what happens. See what happens. Um, but I do want to say. No matter what happens, no matter who wins, we all obviously are hoping for one person. Um, If that doesn't happen, you know, make a little plan for yourself, self-care, take care of yourself. Don't let it ruin things. You know, I think on a a community level, we just need to, like, be kind to each other and take care and, and not let this ruin our lives, no matter what happens. True. Go Biden.